New Year's Eve, 1924. It's been more than seven years since a communist cabal overthrew the interim government of Russia, installing a regime that would go on to kill the Tsar and his ministers, thereby arousing a certain sympathy for the devil in the form of a skinny, thick-lipped English wanker. As on every New Year's Eve, a small cadre of Politburo members has come together to celebrate their 1917 revolution. These are Joseph Stalin, Leon Trotsky, Vladimir Lenin, and Grigory Zinoviev. They gather around a card table in the bare-bones Moscow apartment of Joseph Stalin, wearing a frilly apron bearing the embroidered statement, It's Daddy's Day to Barbecue! Stalin, as sober and stolid as usual, carries from his kitchen a saucer of caviar and a bowl of crackers to feed his drunken friends. Caviar, comrades! This is a number one shit straight from Caspian Sea by way of the gum department store. And rich crackers! I can't enjoy caviar without rich crackers now, can we? Various crinkly chips, various clam dip. You bring us caviar but no clam dip, Stalin? No cheese doodles, fritos, mixed nuts. What the fuck kind of party do you call this? No mixed nuts? Comrade Lenin, it is you who are the only mixed nut here. Ha ha ha! So stop kvetching about the finger foods and give Comrade Joe some credit for forking out the rubles to buy us vodka and caviar. Not to mention Ritz crackers, the one great invention those capitalist pig Amerikanskis have come up with. Spasibo, Comrade Joseph. Now sit with us and deal the cards. As host for evening, you know you must be first to deal cards. We all be waiting with the bait on our breathing. So eager are we to begin our annual hotsy totsy go fish game. Is that not right, Lenin? Da, is New Year, so is go fish. Is our great Russian tradition. Tradition! Tradition! Trotsky, you know you are a true mention, my favorite yid, but please. Enough with the fiddler on the roof kitschy crap. Those saccharine show tunes, I cannot stand them. Besides, your voice, you're not the next Sammy Davis Sr. So please be doing me, Grigor Zinoviev, a favor and be piping yourself down. Thank you in advance. Signed, Grigor Zinoviev. All right, but never forget, Zinoviev, that the founder of communism was a Jew boy just like me. He too loved to sing Broadway show tunes. That is, when he was not pleasuring Mr. Engels. <laughs> Gentlemen, may all of us who are able to stand or even barely able to stand rise, while I, Vladimir Lenin, Offer a toast, everyone, caps off, to Karl Marx, bless his little Jew boy heart. Karl Marx! Karl Marx! I had to pull some strings to get this genuine beluga caviar. I now am feeding you. I tell peasants serving me at Gom to be giving me Joseph Stalin. None of that cheap shit Persian fish eggs found on bottom of some Tehran aquarium. I hold gun to their heads and say, 
Give me only beluga caviar for my good party pals, huh? <laughs> Nothing but the best for my street fighting party boys, am I right? Party boys, you be referring, of course, to your communist party pals, am I not correct, Comrade Stalin, you big, ugly, street-fighting man, you? <laughs> Stalin, being by nature a very sneaky, nasty, bad-tempered guy, surreptitiously slips some kind of potion into Lenin's vodka while Lenin delights in his own joke. Of course, Comrade Lenin. Only the best for my three BFFs. My Redsky body boys Trotsky, Zinoviev, and Lenin. Comrade Stalin, you are a revolutionary hero, a scholar, a fine judge of caviar, and a true proletarian pussycat. But hey, don't nobody be contradicting me when I say we all be standing up, guys. Am I right? Am I right? Say I'm right or I pummel you with a hot samovar. Leningrad rules! And perhaps one day, one day, Stalingrad will also rule, comrade. I don't know about that, comrade Stalin, but I can tell you that they would be rocking in a future Trotsky town. I'm thinking of building an all brand new city near Minsk, a Slavic Levitt town kind of place, and calling it Trotsky town. And they'll be dancing in Zenoviaville. Down in the lovely Ukraine. Lovely Ukraine, that dung heap looked like fucking Texas. But yes, whatever our minor doctrinal differences tonight, we be coming together as the top commies, the Bolzy Bolsheviks, the most influential Reds on the block, the big kahunas. Right here in Comrade Stalin's cheesy apartment, we be drinking, getting blotto, getting down with the beat, playing go fish, and we be welcoming in the new year, 1925. All for one and... All for more vodka. We need more vodka. I am still too close to being sober to risk being stuck in Stalin's hideous apartment with this bunch. Why, Zinoviev, you're slimy, closeted, Menshevik, in Bolshevik clothing. I, I thought Ukrainian bureaucratic scum like you preferred guzzling what blue liquid that barbers use for sterilizing combs. Stalin, you Georgian douchebag. Why don't you clamp your horribly ugly hairy upper lip against your ridiculously pouty lower lip and shut the fuck up? Then deal cards. Ah! I detect you are pissed. Are you, Zenoviev? You grind your teeth because at the game of go fishing, this, this Georgian Communist Party douchebag hero, namely me, I always whip your Ukrainian apparatchik ass. Give me your nines, bala like a butt. Go fish, comrade assholevich. 
Yes, you, Stalin, the cunt with the disease-ravaged face and big, bushy, pussy duster under that ginormous trombone you call a nose. Do you take it off at night when you go to bed and put it in its case on top of the dresser? Boys, boys, can we tone down our jibes and simply have fun tonight? This is not the annual Pravda dinner roast. Let things be just like the good old days when we, all of us, revolutionary insurgents with those tiny but not altogether insignificant prices on our heads with cheap Albanian pistols in our pockets and in our black hearts, miles and miles of hope. You gotta have hope. Oh, again with the singing. Trotsky thinks he's a regular Perry Striker Como. Don't you mean Bing Crosby? I think he means David Crosby. Oh, relax, Comrade Trotsky. You need no big Zig Ziglar motivational speech for Grigor and me. We big kidders from way back, always. <laughs> we, we always do this sort of java jive on each other, yeah? Yeah, yeah, go on, Trotsky. You know us. Me and Stalin, we just... We just mess with each other, get down on the ground, no direction found, all to our own renown. Oh, we'd, we'd be, be big, better, pound for pound. How do you like the beatbox song? We only push each other's buttons. We kid because we love, right, Stalin? Ah, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever you think. I, Vladimir Lenin, declare that tonight we all be upstanding Mother Russia-loving Reds who have but one common cause. What do you fellows say to that? Lenin, I am all for loving my tractor-driving mama and my country and wife and even Natasha down at the bar. But you gonna say I gotta love this prune-faced Georgian, this mere clerk, this comrade Stalin, to that I say, more vodka. Is not what I was going to say. Then what is this common cause you talk about, Vladimir? Comrade Vladimir talks about cause. I talk about cause too. Cause I am wanting more vodka to be making me get drunker and skunker and, and that is impossible without more vodka. No. Lenin's cause, our cause, comrades, turning all people in entire world into happy, happy redheads and making every village across the universe into merry little bands of hotshot, wild and crazy Bolshoys like us. Bolshoys? Yeah. Got your wallets, comrades. No, he said Bolshoys, not Ukrainians. He's talking about us, comrade Doofus, not you and your family. Well, I think Stalin, better known as the big comrade Georgian bird dirt here, should take his slurs against my family and the Ukrainian people and shove them up his racially inferior shashlik bunghole. Joe, Gregor, come on, we know you're kidding, but please stop needling each other. Listen to yourselves, you're being passive-aggressive delinquents, causing yourselves to make even less sense than usual. Tonight, can't we all just be getting along? Somebody famous said that. Ah, uh, some American, I think it was. A big black guy in California. I think he said it after secret police beat the shit out of him. His name was Hyundai, uh, something like that. Uh, another toast. 
Here's to making the whole world red. Here, here. <laughs> when you go red, you using your head. Eh? <laughs> I just made that up. Am I the great Lenin ready for Madison Avenue? You bet your ruski ass I am. And I'm referring to Madison Avenue in downtown Pinsk, of course. Better red than dead. I just made that up. Can you get a job in Pinsk for me, too, Comrade Lenin? Better dead than Fred. I just made that up. Who the fuck is Fred? Nobody is stupid name. Hate stupid names. A fellow is better off dead than having stupid name like Fred. How about getting me job too, Lenin? And hey, did I not hear someone say something about there being more vodka? No, there's a case of the stuff sitting out back in the snowbank. If my stupid peasant neighbors haven't made off with it yet, yeah, help yourself. I'll go get it. Thanks, Comrade Lenin. While we're waiting for Lenin to get back with the booze, Joe, give me all your queens. Oh, damn you, Trotsky. I will get even with you for this here. Take the motherfucking cart if you want them so bad. What damn four queens? That gives me a book. Hey, bros, speaking of books, I just tonight finished writing another one. It's coming out tomorrow. Is yet another of your kitty stories where a young socialist with a gigantic schlong uses it to beat to death filthy capitalist pigs? He's along those lines, yes, but the twist this time is a good one. The kid is Jewish, just like me. My kids, they hate those books of yours. They say they're too old-fashioned and have not enough gore. But I like them, Leon. Give me your aces. Fuck your kids, Zinoviev, and go fish. You never seem the type to be a writer of kiddie books, Trotsky. One does not readily associate the brutal leader of the Red Army with writing juvenile literature. His little hobby I decided to take up while beating crap out of Polish army. <laughs> hey, remember that very funny story Vyshinsky used to tell me about the Tsar? His non sequitur, huh? but I'll bite. Which one? The one that we murdered, right? I mean, which story, not which Tsar. Which story? Like I said, the funny story was so funny, wishing now I could remember it. You know, when you come down to it, Go fish is pretty stupid card game. Ah. Careful, Zinoviev. You are denigrating the official game of the Communist Party. Ah, yes, official because is most anti-capitalist of all card games. Players, like good Marxists, take away cards from other players in a kind of socialist spirit of cooperation. Is truly thumbnail sketch of communism, Russian style. And it's so stupid a game that even an idiot like Stalin can play it. Hardly any rules. Yeah, but I love rules. The more rules we have, the more punishment we can be doling out to counter-revolutionary hooligans uh, when they be breaking them. Rules warm the cockles of my heart. Heart? What heart? <laughs> Just kidding, mm. Joe boy. Uh, where is Lenin with that vodka? Give me all your jacks, Trotsky. I will go look for Lenin. Go fish, Joe. Mm. So how's the civil war going, Trotsky? Nobody winning, nobody losing, thousands dying. Oh, good sign. Means peasantry is still willing to make small personal sacrifices toward throwing off the yoke of oppression, chains of capitalist slavery. 
Jokes? Did you say jokes? What jokes? Did you tell a joke? I must have missed it. Oh, here comes Grigor. Here's the vodka. Was on kitchen table. Lenin is on kitchen floor. Dead. Oh, my non-existent god. You're joking? Heart attack? Poison would be my guess. Who do we know in this group? One person who was super handy at administering poison on the sly. You probably mean me, don't you, Zinoviev? You slandering toilet bowl full of undigested krasniak. As the white Russians say, if the fool shits, wear it. Stalin, you ugly fucking pile of steaming Nazi weasel vomit. Give me all your fives. Love you, kid. Zinoviev, you rotten, yellow running dog. I know you peeked at my hand. Confess! Out with it, scum. Love you too, honey bucket. Uh, Fie upon you, snot face Ruski. Just, just joshing, of course. My good fortune with cards stem not from cheating. My success being nothing more than my taking advantage of your spirit of generous socialist cooperation. Here is my book of fives. Be reading them and weeping. Ukrainian revisionist Goethe-turd. Georgian Goiter. Your turn, Leon. Ooh, looks like someone ate last of caviar. No, no, there's more in the fridge in a temperature-controlled vegetable crisper. Why don't you go get it, Trotsky? And watch out for Lenin's body. Don't rip over it. Okay. How are the wife and kids, Joseph? No, not bad. My daughter, Svetlana, is starting in the school play, Uncle Vanya. She's playing Sonia as lesbo counter-revolutionary. What makes Trotsky to being so slow returning to us? I, sh- I should check. Uh, excuse me. Cool by me. As Stalin heads to the kitchen, Zinoviev sneaks a peek at Stalin's car. But then... Ah! What the hell was that? Stalin, what is that noise I am hearing coming from kitchen? Trotsky, it was Trotsky, poor fellow. It appears he tripped over, if you can believe it. A carelessly placed mountain climber's ice axe, of all things. <laughs> My dumb Belarusian cook must have left it there on the floor before she got arrested and hauled off by the state security. Looks like Trotsky fell, landing right on the point of that axe, which is now buried in his skull. Ah, whose turn? Since we now have lost all but two players, maybe we should be ending the game and calling NKVD to come take away these rapidly rotting communist bodies. That's what we should tell them, nothing more. Yeah, good idea. Care to finish off the caviar? Uh, 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 under the circumstances, I think not. Just remember, gotta be gone. This is my night to have obligatory sex with a little woman. You can explain the two dead comrades to the NKVD, can't you? I, I remember you being very good at inventing plausible causes of death. No, certainly. No sweat, comrade. The NKVD, they all good bodies of mine down there. I being on first-name basis with those boys. In fact, it is a bit embarrassing because, well, they take every word of mine as something coming from the mouth. Uh, well, the mouth of a god. <laughs> They're not wrong, but still, it's, it's a bit embarrassing. You run along, say hi to the wife. Sure. See you next year, comrade. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, you bet. And to you and the missus as well. 
With all the guesses either gone or dead and gone, Stalin sits filling his glass with vodka, then downing it, before putting some caviar on a Ritz cracker, eating it, then picking up the telephone to call the secret police. Hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. Yeah. Joe here. Hey, Zinoviev has confessed to being a very, very major enemy of the state. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, please. Two shots, two in the back of the head. Pop up. Thanks. On oh, Happy New Year to you, too. Give big shout out to the wife for me, yeah. Stalin puts the phone down before finishing his caviar, crackers, and vodka. Belguga caviar. Yum. Oh, the best. With a smile, he picks up his cards and stares at them with something that almost resembles wistfulness. <sighs> no more games of go fish with that old gang of mine. Oh. From now on, it's only solitaire for me. Who is me? <laughs> Tradition! <laughs> Tradition! <laughs> Should all acquaintances be forgotten and never coming to mind? Ah, it is good to be a Russian tyrant. So good. The radio drama, Go Fish, was brought to you by today's Axis of Evil. Remember, when you're next in need of some dirty deeds superbly performed by an Axis of Evil, make certain you first call is to the best, the team of Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump, and... The Brothers Coke, down at Putin, Trump, and Coke Limited. Go Fish was written by Comrade M. Watson Dodd. I am your narrator, Rolf. The part of Joseph Stalin was played by... Joe Fish. Vladimir Lenin was portrayed by Comrade... Kim. Larry. Was Comrade Trotsky, and Comrade... Dodge. Took the part of Grigor Zinov, Zinoviev, Zinoviev. I couldn't remember how <laughs> his name was said. <laughs> Tune in next month when we again go back in history to investigate the mysterious connection between the gunfight at OK Corral and the disappearance of James Hoffa. This is Vladimir Zinoviev. Sign off. <laughs> Follow out of mere what? What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes, no, Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. This is Vladimir Sonovovich signing off and reminding you to make your kids eat their feces colored Kellogg's pep, the ugly cereal in the hard to open cardboard box. Comrade Stalin, you big, ugly, street-fighting man, you... <laughs> Oh,